What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Easy Way or the Hard Way podcast. Where we teach you everything we're learning about life that school never taught you. Happiness, financial freedom, and healthy relationships are what we all want. So listen close, because we're here to give you tips on living life the easy way so you can avoid the hard way. I'm Colin, the male half of this podcast. And I'm Bianca, the female half of this podcast. Hey, guys, and welcome back. This is episode 12, and we are going to talk today all about how to start and maintain a successful fitness journey. I want to start out real quick just by saying sorry to anyone that's expecting the podcast this morning. We had a technical difficulty where we uploaded it, or at least thought we did, and then I proceeded to delete the file of my computer, and it didn't upload like we thought, and we completely lost the file. So we are re-recording right now, and we are still putting it out today, so rest assured, everything is okay. But I swear I'm good at my job. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so... Um, we are just gonna jump right in, I think, because this is a topic that me and Bianca both, uh, live by. Um, Should we go over our highs and our lows for this week? We haven't done that in a couple episodes. Yeah, we'll go over our highs and our lows first. I'll give you a low first. Low, we cannot find a wedding venue. We cannot (laughs) find one. I don't like any of them. I am super picky and I feel like I'm allowed to be because this is our wedding and I hope... We only get married once, so I, yeah. we can renew our vows, and that'll count as twice. But, you know, like, you only get married once, Yogamo, Yogamo, mm-hmm. like we like to say. And I just cannot, like, and I found a perfect one, and their max capacity is pretty low for our guest list that we've formed. So uh, that was just, like, a hard hit in the head. It was just, like, a, I was really excited, and then it was, like, a, oh, shut down. And then you can get a tent. For the outside and see everyone we want to seat. But that's twelve thousand dollars more. Just a just a reminder that life is full of obstacles. Even when you're planning a wedding and you think it's supposed to be a whole bundle of fun, it's still hard and it's still stressful. Just like every day, it's always about pushing through and persevering. It is. We'll figure it out. But I just like to let everyone know that planning a wedding is stressful mm-hmm. in the beginning. And I feel like as soon as we book this venue, we'll be able to properly schedule everything out and according to like dates that wouldn't jam pack everything all together. And I just know we'll be so much less stressed out. But people have commented and recommended venues to me. And I'm like, those are cute, but not what we want. And or I know someone else getting married at a venue and I just don't want to repeat because I'm like that. Like just things are things. And... <laughs> I've seriously just spent three hours at my mom's apartment, like trying to figure things out. And we are literally at square zero. (laughs) We at least have an idea of when we want to get married, but um, we'll go ahead and just move on now. Okay, you can say (laughs) Um, a high. Yeah, I think that I would say our high is taking a moment to relax yesterday Mm -hmm. and like kind of have a Sunday where we're not doing so much intense work and we've just kind of been all over the place lately so it was nice to just have a day where um we even made milkshakes we got stuff to make milkshakes and that was awesome yeah and we toured a wedding venue Mm -hmm. yesterday with just us and it was fun i mean it's just a fun experience to do that and then we went out to eat together at this Mm -hmm. really nice restaurant it's not like nice but i'm saying it's like they had really good food yeah and we had never been there before but yeah, we had like a really good day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today's been a little stressful. Yeah. But it's okay. It's all right. We are gonna talk to you guys all about how to start, how to maintain a successful fitness journey. Okay, I'm just gonna come out here and say it right away. Let's just kick it off. You have to want it and you have to do it. Mm-hmm. 
If you're half in, you're going to fail. If you're a foot in, you're going to fail. You have to be all in. It is a hard lifestyle to change into and to form. But once you do, you will never look back. It comes just as easy as it is to write your name. Like you can get to that point where it is so easy, but you have to make that commitment to yourself. And if you aren't ready to give up things in your life, then you're not gonna be able to make the commitment. For instance, if you're not ready to give up going out and drinking every weekend and partying, then you're not ready to have like a hardcore fitness healthy lifestyle. And I do think like, yes, everything in moderation, but you have to give up the fast food. You have to start making meals for yourself. You have to start drinking if you are 21 and above, like healthier choices if you do want to go out. Like you have to make a ton of different changes. You need to start going to bed early. You need to start waking up earlier and going to the gym and getting that done right away in the morning, or if you can't, like in the afternoon. You just have to make a bunch of sacrifices in order for this to be successful, and you have to be disciplined while doing it. And even when you don't want to do it, because sometimes it sucks, and sometimes I know it's like 20 degrees outside, and you just really don't want to go to the gym, you still get up and you go anyway, because that's a part of your routine, and your day isn't complete until you've done those things. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is really sticking it out on the days when it's super tough, and you absolutely don't want to do it because mm-hmm. that it's just like anything else to be successful at and to like truly reach like a better level of like yourself and mm-hmm. like sustain something. You have to push through those days where it just seems unbearable and yeah. that we have those days. Me and Bianca even have those days where um, we won't get, won't want to get out of bed or we won't really want to go to the gym that day. We're really sore and it's just like, oh, don't want to go. But then as soon as you're done or even when you're there, Mm -hmm. everything is so much better. And also if you're sore and it's not your off day and you go to the gym, you literally aren't as sore as like once you start working out, Mm -hmm. you just aren't sore anymore. It's the craziest thing. But I also wanted to say that I get so many comments, DMs, questions about how do I start a fitness journey? How do I do this? How do I that Mm -hmm. do that? And I, we are literally about to tell you right now how to do it. But the fact of the matter is, is we can tell you, but we can't do it for you. Yeah. So we can come 50% with you, but you have to come the other 50%. Actually, you need to come more than that. I need you to come 100 and we'll come 50. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So good. I'm going to yeah. be a little harsh in this episode because it's something I'm very passionate about. But also sometimes you just got to like hear it and you just got to be told to get up off of your butt, stop eating chips and hell of a dip and mm-hmm. start eating some broccoli and hummus. <laughs> We've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love like sour cream and onion dip and lace chips. Well, or also just realizing that you can still have those things, but you have to have them like once a week or once every Whoa. two weeks. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like it's it's about 20. It's about being smart and just okay. Anyways, we're just gonna jump in. So I'm gonna start by saying the first thing, and I think it's honestly the most important thing out of everything. And Bianca has kind of hinted at how like um we're not really being soft right now. And I think the most important thing is you have to have a reason to be better. And um that kind of goes hand in hand with our why episode how even to get out of bed and be a better person outside of the gym you have to have a reason Mm -hmm. but you also need a reason as well to be better physically so and and just be more healthy and that could be if you're an adult that has kids it could literally be to take care of your children to be there for certain events for your children be active with them exactly like if um if you're not an adult and you're single it could literally just be that 
you want to stop looking in the mirror every morning and being upset with what you're seeing. Like mm-hmm. it, you, you need to pick a reason, but you also need to have a solid compelling reason and i think one reason that should be everyone's reason is to improve your mental health i don't Mm -hmm. care what anyone says working out endorphins sweating improves your mental health Mm -hmm. it improves your mind clarity so if you're sitting here and you're naturally blessed and by the way i don't like you if you're naturally skinny and you can go eat like a cheeseburger and fries and not gain a single pound i envy (laughs) you (laughs) yeah that's colin what i I, I still work out every day you do sorry but and like seriously if you're not that active and you're just naturally gifted like we all know who those girls are and if those girls are you girl you better ride that wave until you can but like at the end of the day that doesn't mean you don't need to go to the gym that doesn't mean you don't need to go sweat that doesn't mean you don't need to experience those side effects of working out that improve your mental health drastically. Mm-hmm. I think working out is for everybody. Yeah. If someone says working out is not for me, girl, I don't believe you or boy. If you are a yeah. boy, I'm not trying to single out here. Sorry. But it's just like it is for everyone. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't want to start a fitness journey. Well, come back here when you do because you're going to need to one day. Okay. I just want to pull back real quick because Bianca was talking about mental health and I feel like that is such an important aspect of this that a lot of people don't really look at because everyone looks at it from a physical standpoint and just how you can improve your body, which is definitely a big proponent of like why you should go to the gym. And it's nice and to see those have results. have a fitness journey and like a plan and maintain it and everything like that. But at the same exact time, I can honestly tell you that going to the gym for me no longer is about me getting certain physical results. Oh, I, no. I still want to get more muscle and like be bigger and look a certain way. But, but at the those, same time, the, that's not my main reason I'm going. Those are just like sub goals to yeah. keep you interested in the gym. Yeah. But my main reason that I go every day is so that I can start my day off positively. And also because the gym for me is a Zen place and it can be a Zen place for you. And I think that's what Bianca's trying to tell you is that if you're someone right now where you're in a bad spot, just like all of our other episodes are always relating to how we can help you improve from a bad situation because we've all been there. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a bad spot and you're trying to figure out how to get out, this is another step. Mm -hmm. Like this is another step to get you in that direction that you finally want to be going in and to bettering yourself. So if you need something that's going to help you to not feel as upset every day, the gym is a great place to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think the best thing you can do for yourself right now is get a calendar if you don't have one already. And then if you do have one already, we're going to start scheduling out or you are after you listen to this episode or tonight while you're laying in bed or whatnot. So I think the best thing you can do is devise a workout split for yourself make that plan so you have a plan of action. Actually, we're just going to write a whole plan of action. So here's what here's your plan of action. Here you go. Okay. So, devise a workout split. I think if you're first starting out, I think gym 4 days a week is good. Mm-hmm. You I can add so more days on as you go. And also like don't message me and say, "Hey, when do you think is a good time for me to add on more gym days?" because uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, totally up to you. She doesn't know. Yeah, I really don't know. And I mean, granted, I am a like NASM certified personal trainer, but I have to be with you like all day, every day to know these things, right? So I'm not like a genie in the gym, okay? Genies in the gym are like Whitney Simmons. Go well, download her app. Well, yeah. And I think it's super important too to realize that your schedule should fit your current style of living Mm -hmm. right now because obviously you can't have a radical transition in terms of your entire schedule flip-flopping because if you work early mornings then obviously Mm -hmm. 
going to the gym right now early morning is just not going to be doable for you. Mm -hmm. So catering the gym to your schedule is like step one, like figuring out when I can go. So yeah, and a realistic schedule too, because if you work, if you have to go to work at 9 a.m. and you want to get to the gym at 7 Mm -hmm. and... Like that's probably feasible if you bring your work clothes to the gym. But if you get to the gym and plan to get there at like eight, that's just not going to work. You're not going to have enough time to squeeze in a good, relaxing, like hardworking workout. And then you're going to be rushed. So you need to make sure you allot yourself enough necessary time. When you're first starting out, I honestly think like an hour 15 Mm -hmm. is a good time to go to the gym. 15 minutes of cardio and then build onto that. And then 15 minutes of lifting. Mm -hmm. And you might be super stressed out about going to a gym. I know it's stressful. New gyms are stressful. We've been there. Mm -hmm. Everyone who has ever worked out has been there where they're like the newbie. It sucks. But guess what? After like a month, you're not a newbie anymore. So just go. And then a month later, you're going to be like, oh, thank God I went a month ago or I'd be in the same situation where I was now. Yeah. And I think something else too to keep in mind is that if you are someone who is deciding to go early mornings, That means if you are trying to be healthy and you want to let your muscles recover as well as give your brain enough time to rest every single night, you're going to need to think about getting around eight hours of sleep Mm -hmm. because if you don't, your body's not going to be able to recover and you're not going to be able to have as enough energy and just all around, it's just better for you. So you need to work that into your schedule as well and think about when you're going to bed based on when you're going to be going to the gym. Right. And then the way that we split up our lifting days. So you can decide this for yourself. Um, We have back days. We sometimes combine back and shoulders. So you can do that. I like combining back and shoulders a lot, honestly. Mm -hmm. I do too. We combined chest and arms. So chest, buys and tries. And then leg day. And then maybe like a full body day on your fourth day Mm -hmm. and some days we literally will just do abs and stretch Mm -hmm. Um, yeah you need to have rest days that's the most important and also for cardio bump up that incline do interval walks bring your speed from like 3.5 to 4 and then back down to 3.5 and then um you could even google like this is so important i said google but i meant search on instagram and search quick cardio workout or search um, cardio for leg day. Do you know how many people post their workouts? So many people post their workouts. Save them to your collection. It's so easy to find workouts. For your lift that day, look up chest and try workout. Save it to your collection. My biggest advice and seriously what I did in the first three months of my fitness journey, I would figure out what I wanted to lift the next day, the night before. I would save it to my collection or screenshot it like the workout or write it down in my notes. So that next day when I went to the gym, I knew exactly what I was doing. If you type into Google lateral fly, there's going to be a man or a woman or someone on Google that will demo a lateral fly for you. So you can look at exactly how to do it the night before. You can even record. The biggest thing I did was I would go on people's Instagrams and find workouts and just literally copy exactly what they were doing in the video. It was hard to figure out what weights I needed. I probably lifted really light the first couple months before I realized I'm actually stronger than I think, which I know a lot of people are stronger than they think. I think also I just want to chime in real quick because we want to make sure we're giving you guys advice um, that is good and responsible. So I think that if you're someone who's just starting your fitness journey, you need to go really light on weight Mm -hmm. when you first start. And it's not because you should feel 
self-conscious for not being able to lift a lot of weight it's literally because you need to get the techniques down first Mm -hmm. before you you start adding weight so you don't hurt yourself Mm -hmm. just want to throw that in there because a lot of people overlook that and we just want to help you guys out yeah so I if I were you, I would just start out by writing out what you want your workout split to be. If you go to workout classes, just incorporate those throughout the week. So maybe um, do back and buys one day and then, I mean, I'm sorry, back and shoulders one day. The day you did chest and try, swap that out for a workout class. It doesn't have to be the same every single week, which I think is something that is a misconception to a lot of people. If you do back and shoulders on a Monday, that doesn't mean you have to do it again that next Monday. You can go by whatever you're feeling, which I think is really important, important, especially during muscle recovery. If you just lifted chest and arms and then you want to plan on lifting it again in two to three days, but you're still sore, don't do that lift. Work another body part. And I think that it is really important to take note that you need to give your muscles time to recover. So if you're lifting chest and arms on Monday, You need to have Tuesday where you do not lift anything with chest and arms and then earliest go back to it as Wednesday. I Mm -hmm. think the earliest. You want to leave time in between though to make sure your muscles grow. And then next thing I wanted to stress before we get on to anything else is that seeing results takes a long time. Mm -hmm. It takes – it's taken me almost three and a half years to get to where I am now. Yeah. Well, and I think it also comes down to the fact that it's 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 a journey to get to where you're achieving all the things that we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to go step by step and build to getting to this peak that we're trying to set you guys up for mm-hmm. and kind of getting to where we are at right now. It's taken a long time to get there. So it's just thinking about the fact that getting a schedule and lifting is probably like a first step, you know, but then making sure you're eating healthy every day too mm-hmm. is only going to speed up that process. Whereas if you're only lifting and only eating healthy like half the time, mm-hmm. it's not going to be as quick. So thinking about that kind of helps you understand it better as well because yes, it's going to take a long time. But at the same time, the more effort you put into it and the more disciplined and diligent you are about everything is going to determine also how quick you get your results. Obviously, I'm not saying that it's going to take a few weeks if you do all that stuff. I'm just saying that it's going to come a little bit quicker when you start applying pressure to every single element. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So honestly, off of that, we should just go straight ahead and talk about food. Mm -hmm. Someone, I think it's my mom. (laughs) My mom told me my whole life, you cannot outrun a bad diet. And that is so true. And it like sucks because it's, it's the biggest part of your fitness journey is food. What you do in that hour and a half of the gym is micro compared to your food that you intake every day. Well, yeah, like what you do in the gym matters, but at the same time, the way you repair your muscles is even Mm -hmm. more important because it's like, if you're putting a lot of protein into your body to help your muscles repair after you've been tearing them for an hour, Mm -hmm. then you're gonna see better results than if you put like a huge cheeseburger with grease into your body that might have fat all in it and all kinds of stuff, then obviously it's not going to be the same. Right. And my biggest advice too, I was feeling the best in my life when I was really hardcore on what I ate and I had a cheat meal maybe twice a month. Um, But I was following the 80-20 rule. It's also very strict, by the way. It is very strict. 
But um, the 80-20 rule where 80% of the time you're eating really good and clean and 20% of the time you are living your life, which is, again, what comes alongside of this is the fact that you should be able to live your life and have fun. So those times where you do go out and you do have cheat days, don't self-loathe or don't get mad at yourself because you're allowed those times. Because if you think about it, your life is very, very long and you're going to be on this fitness journey for a very, very long time. So those cheat days are very, very incomparable to the days that you are going to be on your fitness journey. And you'll see those results come and go. Like I'll eat really, really good. And then I'll have a few bad days and I'm like, oh, but then I start eating well again. And it's like, I'm right back to where I was, you know? So I think a solid place to start too, is you can have a cheap day every week. Yeah. That's a solid starting point. Mm -hmm. And if not that two cheat days a week. And then building from there to start spacing them out even further. And also it's fun to schedule out your cheat days if you mm-hmm. can, because then you're working hard all week towards something. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, I can't cheat today because it's not my cheat day. And on this day, I'm going to eat this and it's going to be great. You know, so it's yeah. just a fun game you get to play. I think honestly, a fitness journey is like a game where you're working really hard for some things and you get rewarded and then you set a new goal and then you get rewarded. And then you, you always have something to work for and you always have something to keep you motivated which is fun. And then um, if you're like, well, I don't even know what to eat. I will say it's a learning process. You have to figure out and learn your body so well. Do research. You have to do research. There's so many different, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan of keto. I love intermittent fasting. I think too, a really important thing to bring up with all this, especially when it comes to dieting and supplementation. Everyone's different. Is that, yeah, everyone's different. Um, Everyone has a different perspective. There's a million supplements out there and a lot of them work. And the, that, like the but point. But do you need them? No. No, you, know, you don't need supplements if you're starting out on the fitness journey. Um, I think it's more so something that, uh, after a while, you might want to try maybe after you start like eating healthier, because sometimes it's hard to get back home and then make a meal and then take in all that stuff within the amount of time that you need to. Mm-hmm. Because um, a lot of people don't know this, but if you are going to the gym and lifting, there's a certain amount of time afterward that you have to actually put that protein back into your body and your body absorb it and put it back into your muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which there's people who have done research and they're like, that's not true. That's true. That's just what we believe. Everyone believes different yeah, things. I though. think it's one of those things that gets constantly debated, just mm-hmm. like a lot of different things. And for some reason, I don't know why that is. I've always been taught that you need uh, protein back into your body within an hour. Mm-hmm. So that's honestly what I've been taught yeah. too. And I feel like it's worked. I've seen results and it's working for us. And I mean, and it's not even just protein, by the way, you need other things as well. Like yeah, you need a certain amount of carbs because carbs are energy. So like, you don't want to cut out carbs entirely and no. stuff like that. Let's talk about that actually mm-hmm. for a second. You need carbs. Do not cut carbs. You will mess up your metabolism and then it's going to be even harder to come back than it already is right now. So by cutting out carbs, you're not doing yourself a favor. You need carbs. Carbs give you energy Mm -hmm. and like they are essential. The best in physical shape I've ever been in my whole life, what I was eating was um, gluten-free, dairy-free alongside with intermittent fasting. So I would eat from noon to 8 p.m., gluten-free, dairy-free, and I was so lean. So if you want to do that and start implementing that into your like lifestyle, go for it. Intermittent fasting, I was eating in an eight-hour window and fasting for 16 mm-hmm. hours. 
You get to choose your own window. That's how I got the best results. I am currently not doing that right now, but I really need to get back on that. Well, and at the same time, I think another thing to know is like, don't ball out on carbs. It's oh, you no, need no, to you, you need to intake overeat. a regular amount of carbs is, mm-hmm. kind of, is what we're trying to stress. Don't think you need to cut that out because a lot of trending diets have done that before, but you're going to feel a big loss of energy. So yeah. you need to take in carbs just maybe. Okay, here's a prime example of something that we're pointing out with this entire thing. Let's say that you drink a lot of beer. Regardless of if you're a guy or a girl, that's a ton of carbs that are excess carbs on top of your diet that you're probably already intaking a normal amount or even maybe above amount of carbs. Mm -hmm. So this whole transition, if you drink beer, you might need to start cutting back the amount of beer you drink or switching to a different source of alcohol that has less carbs mm-hmm. um and that's just something to consider as well like it's not just what you're eating it's also what you're drinking mm-hmm. um so just keep that in mind also when i first started off my fitness journey i used to count my calories because i was mm-hmm. curious i never ate below 1500 calories a day but i was definitely curious as to what i wasn't taking that way i could learn my body more and i learned when i needed to eat carbs and when i didn't and what was the best time for me it's really a big study and it might take a couple years to figure out okay so talking back on supplements you guys might just have to take notes during this whole podcast because honestly like we wanted to make it more conversational and just have things come to us which is exactly what we're doing especially since we had to record this and so the first one was probably like perfect and now we suck but anyways so you don't need supplements you do not need pre-workout i think if anything just get protein Mm-hmm. And if anything, get greens. Yeah. I think you need greens. Greens help with digestion. Greens help with bloating. I think you need collagen and bone broth. If you're going to get anything, greens, collagen, and bone broth and some protein, I think you're good. But honestly, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing too is like if you are on your own, you have to think about budget as well. Yeah. And including this in your budget. Um, I will say this. I love pre-workout and so does Bianca. And I'll I, say – well, sorry, go ahead love pre-workout i love pre-workout so much i've taken it for probably five years now if i don't if like if i'm cycling off pre-workout which we do do because mm -hmm. we like to do that and i think it's healthy and important those days when we're cycled off oh they hurt yeah and well and it's another one of those things that a lot of people like to debate and some people are like, oh, it's bad, like it's bad for you or like you shouldn't do it. Which or is honestly all these things. so annoying. I honestly think believe what you want to believe. Yeah. Everyone has their own opinions. You're never going to be able to make anyone happy. I'm sure throughout this yeah. podcast, people have already disagreed with us. Yeah. That's just the way that fitness journeys are when it comes to talking about your body, when it comes to talking about your health, what you eat, how you work out. Everyone has their own opinion and mm-hmm. everyone wants you to do it their own way. When in reality, everybody's different and not everything that works for anyone will work for somebody else. Yeah. So if I were you, I would tune out everyone because that's what we do and just listen to your body do whatever makes you happy do whatever you want to do it is a learning process if you try something it doesn't work oh well sucks but we'll figure something else out you know what i was thinking about actually like the other day i don't know what like spawned this or like what made me think of this but think about it like a car because everyone has their own style that they think is like the best car or the best looking car Mm -hmm. or this is the most reliable car Mm -hmm. and they like to get that but not everyone drives the same car do we Mm -hmm. same thing with supplements 
Same thing with like your approach to your diet. Mm -hmm. It's all the same. We all have our different perspectives and ideas about what we like the best. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. There's no set in stone version for anything. Yeah. Also, I use Alani New pre-workout and I love Alani New Mm pre-workout. Mimosa and Arctic White are my favorite. You can Uh say what you use. I think if you're a dude and you're trying to get some strength gains and also some size gains, I would take GAT, Nitroflex, Hyperma, and Testosterone Enhancing Powder. Girls do not take that. There's Testosterone Enhancing Powder in there. But you can find that at GNC, completely legal. Um, I think it's great. I've used it for forever. It's my favorite. But like I said, it's the same thing. Like everyone, you should try different ones and kind of get an idea for yourself because you might not like that one. Also, if you've never used pre-workout before, lots of pre-workouts have um, something in it called beta alanine. And that's what gives you that itchy tingling feeling. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like pre-workout that has beta alanine, you can search for those. But I know Prolific also has uh, pre-workout without the itchy stuff. Um, and then I also just wanted to touch on isogenics because I do get a lot of comments on that. Um, we still do take the protein just because we like the way their protein tastes. Um, if you want to take isogenics, go for it. We don't sell it anymore, anymore just because we've put our focus and attention into our own personal businesses. My mom does still sell it and that's her full-time job and that she coaches people for a living on how to like reach their fitness goals. So um, you can definitely reach out to her, Cindy Franco um, on Instagram or Facebook and she'll help you. I'm not trying to like market for her or anything. I'm only trying to answer your questions by people asking me if I still sell isogenics because I do not. And maybe one day in the future, but right now I want to give all my time to you guys. So mm-hmm. that both of us, so that's what we're doing. But we do still take the protein because we like it. It's worked for me for years. I used to be on their full system. It changed my life. I believe in it. I trust it um, in the products, Uh, the company and like whatever. I'm just not focused on that anymore. But I just want to let you guys know that we do like the products and we do still take them and we do add them into our routines. Mm -hmm. But they're not the center focus of our routine anymore. Um, Moving forward, do you want to talk about Orange Theory versus the gym and kind of your thoughts on that? Yeah. So first things first. I definitely think you need a gym membership Mm -hmm. or even just go downstairs into your apartment gym. Yeah. Any way you can do a gym situation, do that gym situation. But with that being said, you do not need to join Equinox. You do not need to join Lifetime. Yeah. We pay $10 a month for our gym membership. Exactly. And our gym is phenomenal. So you don't have to be getting the best top-notch things. If you want to go there one day, like work your way up to that and pay that, I mean, go for it. But you do not need to pay that much to get a good workout. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. With that being said, I do pay uh, unlimited membership at Orange Theory, and I supplement both of those. With that being said, I go to the gym six, or I work out six days a week. We work out six days a week. Some days I go and lift before I go to Orange Theory. I love Orange Theory with all my heart. Orange Theory, like Colin was talking about earlier, is my zen place. Mm -hmm. The gym is too, but not as much for me as Orange Theory is. I love that you can't have your phone. I love that there's somebody telling you what to do the whole time. I loved it so much I used to coach it for a little bit. I stopped coaching because I just don't think um, coaching was for me and I wanted to pursue other things in my career that didn't leave me enough time to coach. Um, 
but I still go get in, get out for that one hour workout. It's the best cardio of my life. I really only think you need 30 minutes of cardio a day and that it gives me that. So I pretty much go really light and easy in the weight room. I'm not focused on that. I go there for my cardio and I pay that much for my cardio, which is crazy if you think about it. But I'm really truly paying that much for my my mental health. And I would never put a price on my mental health. Whatever I needed to do to be happy mentally is what I'll do. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's also an environment that you like. Oh my gosh, I have so many like women friends at Orange Theory. And like, I love being, I love talking to them. I love working out with them. And it honestly, I've never left an Orange Theory class mad. Yeah, well, and that's an important thing to bring up though too for the audience to think about is just that the environment that you put yourself in matters as well. Like if Mm -hmm. that might be something that a lot of people would love Mm -hmm. is to be at Orange Theory, but that also might be something that might be a little bit uncomfortable for other people. So it just depends. You got to figure out what place works best for you. Yeah. And you're only going to figure that out by trial and error. Exactly. And um, I mean, besides a walking warm up at the gym, we never do cardio at the gym. Mm -hmm. Our cardio is just at Orange Theory. Colin goes once a week, but he's a dude and he doesn't really need to do cardio right now. Maybe when we're 40, we'll talk to you about that later. But (laughs) just right now he doesn't. And so he doesn't like doing cardio. And it's really hard to be at a gym with someone who doesn't want to do cardio, you know? So that's another reason why I go to Orange Theory because that works for us because I can go there, do my thing. And he can go and still lift heavy and do his thing. So it's all about you. And you do have to prioritize yourself first in your fitness journey. I think going to the gym and still lifting and supplementing and doing both is fun because it's a fun way to mix things up. But then again, you don't need workout classes. There was the longest time when I was at school and we didn't have an orange theory yet. And all I had was the gym and I made it work. Mm -hmm. I did the incline walks on the treadmill and the quick sprints and stuff. But you just have to figure out what makes it you, like everything work for you. The main thing you need to take away from this, I think, is that you do not need a big fancy gym membership. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I think something since we already talked about having a reason to be better, I think something else that can kind of go hand in hand with that in terms of being a motivation mm-hmm. and something that keeps you going is uh, Instagram and any type of social media even the people that you hang out with, you need to find people that motivate you and who inspire you. So if you're on Instagram and you're a guy, you or a girl, um, looking at people who are bodybuilders can be a great thing to do. I do that. Bianca does that. Oh, I follow. Um, I think I follow every single Gymshark athlete. Yeah. And I think it's super motivating because then you're even your Instagram feed. If you're like bored and sitting at home and don't want to go to the gym, it's still going to pop up in your face Mm -hmm. and it's going to remind you, I need to do that too. But also it's cool because you see other people who are dedicated and can inspire you to keep that dedication going mm-hmm. and also give you inspiration for workouts. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great thing. It's like you need to start having your social media be something that can inspire and motivate you instead of constantly distract you. Yeah. And I think that's a really important transition to make when you're trying to be healthier, even mentally and physically is just adapting that to benefit you. And you can follow a ton of people who motivate and inspire you. I think as you go along, it's good to narrow 
it down and I'm not saying unfollow, but I'm saying pick five people, like three to five Mm -hmm. who can be your fitness mentors. And like, you'll never talk to them, but you know that you like their workouts. You know, you can always find something that you like on their page or you recognize them coming up more and more and you being more attracted to them. And those are your mentors. For instance, for me, it would be Whitney Simmons, Natasha Ocean, Hannah Omberg, um, Gains by Brains. Mm -hmm. Who else is good? (laughs) I don't know. I like um, Nikki Black and her for legs. You yeah, know, so. there's there's all kinds. If you're like someone who's a guy and you're into like hardcore bodybuilding, someone that I always followed and looked at was Larry Wheels, just because he always inspired me to lift heavier and like try more and push your limits. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's it's important to find people that make you think that. Like I want I need to push my limits. I need to stretch my arms i need to push my boundaries that i have when it comes to the gym not just in terms of heavy weight but in terms of trying to get an extra tenth of a mile on the treadmill in terms of trying to get another rep you know what i mean Mm -hmm. increasing your weight by five pounds within a few weeks it's all these different things that these people can help motivate and inspire you to do and also make sure you're reading their captions Mm -hmm. like yeah you can look at their picture but read the captions because I guarantee you they've got some good things in their captions. Mm-hmm. Like just truthfully, because I know some. I'm sometimes I'm just scrolling and looking at the pictures and not even reading captions, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Bianca already touched on saving their workouts. So if you follow those people, um, saving their workouts is another extreme benefit to that. And yeah. they're because they're spreading tons of information and it's just more info to help you have a better fitness journey because taking in all that stuff is only going to make you more well-rounded as an athlete in the gym. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mm -hmm. And then also, this is my favorite part. Look good, feel good, right? I say that all the time. If you want to wear makeup to the gym because you feel good, girl, wear makeup to the gym. Just don't even, I I wear makeup to the gym, not like a full face of makeup, but I wear what makes me feel comfortable. You know, concealer, bronzer, eyebrows, mascara, done, we're good. And blush. But like, it's, it's whatever you want and it's however you're going to feel confident is what you have to do. Another mm-hmm. thing going alongside that is cute workout clothes. You guys know I love Gymshark. You know I love Set Active. You know, um, I really like Joy Lab from Target. Speaking from more affordable brands, Fabletics. I heard, I've never tried these, but I heard that their power hold leggings are amazing. Just work, like work out and wear things that you feel confident in. Mm-hmm. So even if that's, I seriously, my first two pairs of Gymshark leggings I felt the most confident in them. I would wear them, wash them, and then wear them again. Yeah. And people probably thought I literally wore the same leggings to the gym, but I did. I made sure they were clean. But I didn't even care because they are what I felt most confident in and I wanted to wear them. So I was like, I'm just going to wear them. Well, and this is one of those things that a lot of people probably will um, think is not that important mm-hmm. because it can seem like it's not that important. But until you start wearing things that make you feel extremely confident in yourself while you're in the gym, I think... You, I think you can do more I mm-hmm. because the more confident you are in the way you look. Confident and comfortable. Yeah, confident and comfortable in the way you look while you're in the gym. I feel like it just translates to all the other aspects of what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to make you happier while you're there. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to make you go harder while you're there. I think it's going to make you lift heavier while you're there, get more reps while you're there. It's just everything. And um, I don't know. I just feel like it's really important and it's fun. It is fun. Getting new workout clothes is fun. Mm-hmm. And feeling cute, look cute, post cute picture on yeah, Instagram. exactly. You can and, take progress photos. Yep. That's all a part of holding yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. No matter what, you have to hold yourself accountable. You have to be your biggest fan, your biggest cheerleader. You have to be your biggest motivator. You have to be your biggest 
And you don't even have to take the photos in the gym. Sure. Um, we like to, but like you can take photos at home too. Uh, we have oh, yeah. taken we photos really at home too. It doesn't matter. But um, the point is it's, it's like a track record. Yeah. Also, speaking of that, I – my biggest regret in my fitness journey – was waking up and weighing myself every morning. That's a terrible thing to do. That is a terrible thing to do. I I seriously would be mad when I fluctuated 0. 0.4. Yeah, it's going like, to what yeah, is it's that? It's just going to bring water. self-judgment. There's no point in I'm not da- diminishing what you're no, saying. I, I just think it's important too. you cannot judge yourself because it's going to come with ups and downs. If I were you, no I matter would what. never get a scale. Don't do that. Yeah. Scales are terrible. We should ban scales. I think it's important once you see a big noticeable difference to weigh yourself. But I mean, yeah. Before then, I agree. Along the way, like that's only if you want to know. Right. But also, progress pictures literally are the same great use of progress. I think what you see in the mirror is more important than what you see on the scale. And also, it don't even look like look at how your face is and like how much happier and glowing and like mm-hmm better you look in your facial features versus just whatever else you pick out in your body and also i would just like to point out that like we've been on our fitness journeys for a long time but there's still things that we don't like about ourselves yeah like i wish my butt looks like colin so much like he, i say that every day i think he has the best butt ever and i'm like oh, i want your butt and like there's things i don't like about myself i don't like my legs i wish i i, I know that you don't like these colin but i wish i had a thigh gap okay i think that they're cute I don't like them. <laughs> I know. So it's like whatever now. But I've always wanted a thigh gap. My body is genetically not made to have a thigh gap. You can't compare yourself to other girls or to other guys, dudes, because like you're genetically a totally different human. Mm-hmm. They might have had tall parents who had good genes. Well, everyone and has a different body didn't. type. And exactly. you need to realize that you, you can get in better shape and you can look much better, but chasing someone that's in a magazine is completely unrealistic and not something you should do and it's honestly a big problem that exists in like our society because a lot of guys look at bodybuilders and want to be just like them and look just like them but if you're i mean any i feel like anyone who's listening to what i just said logically can think in their mind that's probably not that likely and i can tell you why because anyone who knows anything about real professional bodybuilding all those guys take loads of steroids so in order to get there that's not attainable in a realistic sense of having a fitness journey and trying to get there. It's the same thing with being a girl because a lot of those girls, I mean, obviously I don't know them personally, but I know that a lot of them go to extreme lengths to get that way. It's that you need to try and approach this in as healthy a way as possible. And um, yeah, that's all I really have to say. Yeah, and also I think the biggest thing too is that comparison is just a thief a thief of happiness. And if you're constantly comparing yourself, you're just going to get down on yourself and you're going to make this journey seem even longer. And constantly comparing yourself is just not even fair to yourself because you're not in their shoes. Everyone's different. They might've been on their fitness journey and doing it in a healthy way. They've just been doing it a lot longer than you have. And they have years on you. Your only comparison is yourself and where you were before compared to where you are now. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I know something that's really lucky in our situation is that we have each other Mm -hmm. and having a partner is a big deal. I think on honestly, you can do it by yourself. If you are motivated and you find your 
reason that you're going and you have your motivators and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm just being honest. I think that having a friend that you can go with to the gym is extremely beneficial because then it's even more accountability because someone else, even on those days when absolutely nothing is going to get you up, someone else is going to be like, you need to go. Or like you don't want to let them down because they're on their way to meet you at the gym. Exactly. They're counting on you. It's important. And I think that if you don't have one, don't feel let down or discouraged. Um, Know that you still got this. You still can do it. But maybe if you don't have any friends that Mm -hmm. are into fitness, try and make some friends at the gym. Um, Like try and reach out to someone who is on social media that lifts that might be in your area. Like anything like that. Just try and get a partner that you can go with every day because it's only going to make you that much more accountable and that much more likely to continue. And if you could adapt to the mindset, if I tell somebody I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it and that somebody could literally be yourself, then you'll be so successful and so just like easy to maintain this fitness journey and easy to keep it going and not give up on yourself because you told yourself that you were going to do it and you are going to do it. So if I were you, I'd try and maintain that philosophy. In yeah. Your head. And don't, um, don't self hate if you end up missing a day, uh, oh, yeah, just okay. get right back on track the next day. Yeah. If you failed at a fitness journey, just tell yourself like, okay, I was just taking a slight break. Like, let's get back on it. It happens. If you go on vacation, enjoy your vacation. Then just get right back onto your healthy ways when you get back. You know, like you don't have to be perfect all the time because no one is perfect. And like I said, it is 80-20. Like you do get to still enjoy yourself sometimes. You do get to go out and have fun and you shouldn't feel ashamed about that as long as you feel confident in the fact that you will be able to get back onto your fitness journey. It's easy to fall off. So don't hate yourself for missing a day or two, but just know that you need to hold yourself accountable and get back in. Yeah. And then I also wanted to quickly touch, because I know a lot of girls who are younger and still in college message me about like how hard it is because they have to eat at the dining hall and things like that. And they know that food is so important. And I honestly think that those are just the learning years in your fitness journey. There's some things you just can't do anything about or some situations you can't do anything about, but make the best of it. That's true. That being said, everyone's in a different spot financially Mm -hmm. and like every uh, that's obvious but maybe if you're paying if you're paying for the dining hall package or if your parents are paying for the dining hall package or if it's going on student loans however it's getting paid for maybe reconsider and instead of using that money for the dining hall use it for an alternative source of food. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's always ways there's no, like, to like kitchens. adapt. Well, and I think, yeah, that that's the thing. It's hard until you have a place where you can cook. Yeah. So you kind of just have to grind through it and eat the healthiest possible things you can there. Yeah. It's all about the mindset though. Like you choose what you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like you choose what you're eating. No one made you eat that cookie. Yeah. And if you really want the cookie, eat the cookie. Well, it's like if there's pizza at the dining hall versus uh, the salad bar, like yeah. go to the salad bar. If there's chicken versus a burger, grab the chicken, cut the chicken up, put it in your salad. Like Right. And also though, be careful. Like there's just so many things that go into eating, which is why you guys just need to figure out your own research. But with the salad, then you need to watch out for the dressing because mm-hmm. you could be eating a really healthy salad and the dressing just boosted up like a thousand yeah, calories. There's all kinds of things. I think something we haven't talked about at all, um, but that we both practice and also is very important is um, what you're drinking, not in a sense of alcohol, but just in general, because Mm. both of us and we're both of us are hardcore. 
okay, we're like, we're the extreme of all this. So we pretty much only drink water. I have sweet tea every once in a while. And I mean, like rarely, like maybe every once every few weeks. Um, and I just think it's super important to get to a space where you're drinking a lot of water, even if you are drinking some other unhealthy, like sodas and stuff like that, mm -hmm. just that you're taking in enough water every single day. Um, carrying around a water bottle is a great habit to start. We have hydro flasks. Mm -hmm. This video was sponsored by hydro flasks. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but um, it's just important to get into the habit of drinking water, first of mm -hmm. all. And then step by step, however you have to do it, I cut soda cold turkey just because that's what worked best for me. Everyone has a different process. So if you need to go step by step, just start cutting out certain sodas at a time or how many you're going to have a day or how many you're going to have a week and just start limiting yourself more and adding water in more or getting um, healthy energy drinks or healthy um, flavored drinks and just finding better alternatives to start putting you in that direction toward yeah maybe drinking only water but or if you like desserts find healthy alternatives yeah. like what you guys know we literally love lily sweets they're mm -hmm. healthy chocolate oh, lily sweets is dope i know right but like those things that you have a hard time letting go try and research and find healthy alternatives mm -hmm. what i did a lot in the beginning was looking on pinterest i would search paleo dinner ideas because paleo pretty much aligned with my what i wanted to eat like there's just things you have to do your own research like sorry but you have to put in your own time if you want to be successful, but and that's researching, that's always learning something new. Like you never know anything. Like we're everything. You never know everything. We are constantly still learning things every single day. Always and, be coachable. Yes, that's good. That's a good job. <laughs> <laughs> High five. You can have a lily sweet chocolate <laughs> oh, tonight. <thank> you. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. But we did want to go ahead and wrap this episode up. I know it is almost an hour long, but this motivational quote is very, very important to me and it is very true. It is no matter what you make time. I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Redo. Redo. No matter what, you make time for the things that are important to you. So if you think a fitness journey and if you think going to the gym is important or if you think eating healthy is important enough you will make sure that you make time for it. It is true. If you make time for friends because they're important to you, uh, do the same thing for this and, and yourself. A friend. You and it's be... about being happy. Yeah. You want happiness. You have to achieve it. No one is going to give you happiness except yourself. Yeah. And it's by making those decisions every single day. Right. And if you're already on your fitness journey and you're listening to this, keep going. Yeah. Keep it up. <laughs> Good job. Boom. So proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will see you guys later. That is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen and better yourself today. And make sure you don't forget to leave a review and rate our podcast so we can reach as many people as possible. We seriously can't wait to read the reviews you guys leave. I'm so excited. But that's all for today. The, the easy way or the hard way. way.